The Superpowers of the Soul Channel is brought to you by Superpower Experts. Visit superpowerexperts.com to unlock your superpowers today. You're listening to Superpowers of the Soul with Tonya Dawn Rackler and the Superpower Experts. Hello, everyone, and welcome to this episode of Superpowers of the Soul. I'm your host, Amorakai, and I am extra, super, amazingly lit up and delighted to be here today talking with our incredibly wonderful guest about navigating your rhythm through starseed astrology. (laughs) If you're anything like me, you can't wait to dive into every single part of that topic. I invite you to get real nice and comfy and join us as we get to chat with the brilliant and beautiful Riley Olivier. Riley practices intuitive, evolutionary, and galactic astrology. As a cosmic professional, her background in research, academics, and travel have really helped to support her unique perceptions and translations of energetic patterns in astrological charts. She is bringing the art and science of personal timing, galactically speaking, to a whole new level with her tailored calendar systems based on an individual's natal chart. Her work in the world is all about helping people navigate the rhythm of their own lives in the most joyful and graceful way possible and demonstrating what happens when you connect to and begin to co-create with the self. She is absolutely fabulous. I love her. She just has that true heart of gold that pours out of every fiber of her being. I am so thrilled she's here with us today to get deep into navigating your rhythm through Starseed Astrology. Riley, I am so glad you're here. Welcome to the show, sweetheart. Thank you so much. I'm so happy to be here. Very excited. (laughs) I'm so excited. I'm super stoked to have this conversation with you today. Oh my goodness. But first, 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 I am sure our amazing, beautiful listeners would love to hear your answer to one of our favorite questions around here. And that is, what is your current superpower of the soul that you are using for good right now? Ah. Okay, this is a really fun one. Oh my goodness. <laughs> Everything's fun with you. <laughs> well, um the first thing that comes to heart is um and it's going to seem a little drab or mundane, but it's um pattern recognition. Mm-hmm. Being able to perceive patterns that gives so much information, um, whether it's in nature or in the world, um, with others, in ourselves, everything has pattern. And it's all beautiful pattern that is indicating um, so much. (laughs) It's like Mm. the answers are always there. It's just a matter of getting quiet and observing them. Mm-hmm. Oh, I love you. All right, everyone. <laughs> so we're just basically talking about cat racking the code of creation and all these <laughs> wonderful mundane. Did you call it drab? I think you, you mentioned. <laughs> well, right. the term pattern the term is it's a little drab. Of- not yeah. very sparkly, <laughs> but the experience, and I've seen your work in it, and it is an incredible superpower of the soul. And boy, do you put it to good use for the benefit of 
everyone. I mean, your work is brilliant. I adore you. I can't wait to just get super deep into this ridiculously interesting topic without interruption. So you know what? Before we get deep into the actual seeds of the universe and creation and source and how to put that into living embodied practice in your own life for the highest good of all and learning to navigate your own rhythm and just all those simple, mundane, drab, wonderful things. <laughs> Go ahead. We're going to take our short break now so that we can just do it, Riley, because you're brilliant. And I can't wait to have this conversation with you. Listen, just before we do, where can we send people to connect with you, Riley, and find out more about you? Sure. So um, I have a website. It's spiralupastrology.com. Um, and then if someone is more interested in getting into direct contact with me, um, I like to use uh, spiralup99 at gmail.com. Brilliant. Thank you so much. We'll be sure those links are up on the show page. I highly recommend you get in touch with Riley if you are feeling any resonance. She is brilliant. I adore her. All right, everyone, you are listening to Superpowers of the Soul here on the Superpower Network, and we're going to be right back to get deep into navigating your rhythm through Starseed Astrology with Riley Olivier in just a moment. Stay tuned. Hi, everyone. I'm Tonya Don Reckla, Executive Director of Superpower Experts. Are you ready to master your life? Are you looking for more calm and peace, connectedness in your relationships, more clear communication, guided thoughts, and a confidence in your ability to come up with creative solutions no matter what happens? Then join us at our next experience. Go to superpowerexperts.com and get signed up today. All right. Welcome back, everyone. This is Amorakai. And if you're just tuning in, today we are talking with Riley Olivier about navigating your rhythm through Starseed Astrology. So, Riley, Let's kick this off by really defining some terms, because I know you and I have talked about this in the past, and the term starseed, you know, came on the scene however long ago that it did, and since it has, it's gotten a little thrown around, it's gotten a little muddled up from its original core meaning, and in my humble personal opinion, it's even fallen prey to a little bit of manipulation and used uh, not in the best and highest way possible. And so can we start off by asking you to speak to that a little bit and bring us to a point of clarity on what we mean by the term starseed in its original intention? Yes, yes. I'm going to do my best here too, because um, there are more uh, intergalactic components to this that um, can confuse the human mind, uh, mm -hmm. which is perfectly fine and beautiful in its design. Um, <laughs> so uh, translating this into our beautiful earthly terms Mm -hmm. is it, it would take us actually dipping into a bit of quantum physics. Yay. To give, <laughs> yes, <laughs> to give a strong definition of what that is and really help make it more tangible because I've noticed there has been a little bit of a hijacking on mm -hmm. the more ambiguous side or, or the, um, 
um, abstract side of this. So let's make it tangible and ground it. Literally, the term star seed is talking about conduits of light or vessels of light, specifically star light, much like our sun, uh, physically coming into being in a specific form, uh, the humanoid form, and expressing the information that is contained in that light and sharing and connecting and creating with this. And then this is when the quantum physics components come into play in describing the literal mechanics of that, which is, well, it's a bit of a physics term, um, the nuclear fusion of a star. Mm-hmm. That same process, those same atoms engaged in that process are also within us as human beings and mm-hmm. elsewhere. <laughs> so <laughs> they are part of this animating process um, mm-hmm. combined with the soul and spirit in physical reality, uh, this density, this physical body. Mm-hmm. And it's a matter of the engagement of the mind in terms of focus. A lot of people talk about this as manifestation. Mm-hmm. So where our star light is focusing, there is this incredible coherence and energy put towards whatever it is. And the intention behind it, which brings in the emotional body, is amplifying that which is being focused upon and affecting it from the physical level upwards. So there is this um, definitely (laughs) creation, (laughs) core creation mechanism uh, Mm -hmm. occurring. And that is what is meant when we talk about how we are creators. We are all creators doing that. Yes, exactly. So star seed is literally referring to those mechanisms of operation. And then it is also talking about or referencing, reminding that it is an experience that is being had, but it is something that is not completely um, our, our point of origin. In other words, Earth is not necessarily where you, he, she, it, I, me are from. This is more of um, an experience, a school, a playground, however you wish to relate to the experience. Mm -hmm. And so it's a reminder of that. And 
another level or layer of this is what people talk about being a mission. There is like an overarching mission that a lot of these um, individuals who are aware of starseed essence are committed to. And it's very simple. It's simply being that conduit of light, bringing in more light and assisting in the overall evolutionary shifting of this particular planet within this planetary system. And this is happening all over, all of the time. So this is, you know, kind of like one of our pit stops here, (laughs) one of our (laughs) adventures. (laughs) And that is also another common quality that starseeds share with each other. And that is um, this, this kind of galactic wanderer trait Mm. of just going to other places and sharing knowledge and wisdom, the information to assist that place in stepping into their next, into their new um, and and unfolding that organically. Mm, I could just listen to you talk all day. It's fantastic. It's so clear, right? It's so clarifying when you speak. I it reminds me of what you opened with your superpower in recognizing patterns. Well, I find <clears throat> sometimes that in listening to certain people speak, there is such a clarity of expression that the pattern coming through you, you know, in other words, is one of just crystal clear clarity. It's very clarifying. Mm-hmm. And all the sort of dross just drifts away. <laughs> it's really fabulous. It's like, <laughs> let's just get to the heart of what this actually is and put it into an expression that everybody can receive and understand. I love it. So let's clarify one more point. You mm-hmm. said star seeds, a common quality among star seeds. And so what does that look like in terms of humanity and humans? When you look at an astrological chart, when you look at different human beings and you are speaking from a starseed perspective, are there human beings that are aware of the starseed aspect that have that galactic wandering and other human beings that do not? Precisely. Exactly. And but there are <laughs> there mm-hmm. there are a couple of different categories. I mean, you you hit two right on the head. And then there's this other category of I I can pull up somebody's chart and see all of these energies that are <laughs> basically screaming starseed. <laughs> and <laughs> it's, mm-hmm. you know, Joe Schmo who works at a gas station, mm-hmm. who is, you know, just sure. Mr. Bubba hanging out there, um, mm-hmm. being so sweet to those who stop in. Mm-hmm. Um, but, you know, it's it's muted in a way yeah. because the terms I was using before, they're all fantastical. They're exciting. Mm-hmm. They're like, wow, traveling through galaxies. Mm-hmm. That is mm-hmm. a huge thrill. But when it comes down to it, um, a lot of the time, uh, I have seen 
it, it can get pretty mundane, but that's the beauty in it. That's mm-hmm. the beautiful part of it. It's the mundane is also fantastic mm-hmm. in its simplicity and its purity and its sweetness as well. Um, so that's another thing I always um, like to bring attention to and celebrate. Um, but yes, yes, yeah. there are energies um, in a natal birth chart that tell a story uh, about mm. what you're bringing in and and who you have been. Not necessarily like, oh, you were Cleopatra. And I was going like to say Cleopatra. <laughs> <laughs> I don't know why she's referenced the most. <laughs> yeah, right. <laughs> <That's funny. laughs> All right, I got you. I got you. <laughs> more, more the energies that you have been working with, or mm-hmm. you have worked with and mastered, mm-hmm. and you've brought into this stream, this life stream, this mm-hmm. time mm-hmm. to share. Um, and yeah, yeah, it's Love it's it. just it's so exciting. Ugh. Everybody so has such beautiful, beautiful charts. Yes. Right? Yes. I, I've heard you. I, I get it. But the, some of the words you're using, like, this is one of the things I love about you. It, it Words create, right? Language means different things to different people, of course, mm-hmm. but ultimately they're, they're blocks of creation. And when you say this life stream, mm-hmm. it gives me chills head to toe because it allows <laughs> me to relax really into this experience of life in a different way than thinking of it as so concrete or such like a life, like a life stream brings in the light. It brings in the energy. It brings in the temporary rightness Mm -hmm. of it. It Mm -hmm. brings in the, the sharing aspect. It feels more like a shining. It feels more enlightening, right? Literally Mm -hmm. lighting. Mm -hmm. I love that. And circling back to your point that you were making about the reminder that this earth is not necessarily our point of origin, but more an experience. And -hmm. you could look at that as a mission, a school, a playground, a, I think you mentioned pit stop in in there as well as a sort of galactic wandering. And we can look at it through that lens. It's beautiful. And I, one of the sayings uh, a friend and colleague of mine uses all the time that I love, and I doubt it's his, but I don't know where he got it from. But it's this saying that, you know, basically earth is a school and love is the lesson. And I just love that because oh. it's to, right, expanding consciousness and frequency and the energies yes. you've been working with and sharing and it that is all embodied in that term life stream that you just offered us. And I just love it so much. It's beautiful. Yes. <laughs> okay. So let's segue in now because the work that you're doing and how you help people is really cool. And I'm a bit of a time bender. I'm a bit of a time nut. And I know we share that passion a little bit. So I want to hear and I want everybody, you know, the opportunity to hear about your, you're really working with these tailored calendar systems based on somebody's natal birth chart and really talking about personal timing and what that means galactically speaking. Just speak to all of that. I just love that. (laughs) Tell us all about that. Yeah. So um, I've been working with charts for quite some time now, actually. I I think it's been um, almost 11 years now. Uh, Mm -hmm. Could be more at this point. But um, the whole time, there's so much. There's just so much information that is communicated in 
your birth chart. And when I say natal birth chart, I am talking about basically the blueprint or the map that is stamped on you energetically upon your first breath of life in this life stream. Mm -hmm. So all of the planets have an impact um, on you. And there is a beautiful design of timing um, with all of this. Okay. Okay. So uh, understood that and, and all of like the deep um, wander of magic behind that mechanism. Um, But it never occurred to me until recently. And it was like, kind of like a a duh, hit yourself on the forehead moment. (laughs) Eureka. Mm -hmm. uh, Yeah. I'm looking at the chart and I'm like, oh my goodness, this is like a clock. This Mm -hmm. is like a clock that spirals upwards or or has tremendous potential to spiral upwards because in the chart the um in a transit chart which is depicting where the planets are today in mm-hmm. comparison to your natal planets the planets are moving counterclockwise so there is this higher frequency um inertia um being a mm-hmm. uh, constantly built upon. Um, So, okay. Yeah. Not to get too technical. Let's pull it back to simplicity. Mm -hmm. Um, (laughs) So uh, immediately I'm like, oh my goodness, uh, this is a clock. This is a personalized clock. This is what the astrologer is always talking about when they're saying, uh, know your timing or you Mm -hmm. have your own personal timing. Um, This is just a more literalized interpretation of that to the point of being able to practically apply that caveat or or that saying. Mm -hmm. So um, the way it works is the sun. Okay, so we're coming back to this star term. The sun acts Mm -hmm. like the hour hand on a clock. And in your natal birth chart, as the sun moves through the year, it's activating parts in your chart every single year. And so suddenly there is this pattern of rhythm that comes alive in this connecting and understanding of this or this uh, birthing of awareness of this Mm -hmm. process that has been going on our entire (laughs) lives. (laughs) Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. And so Mm -hmm. there is this seasonal component to it, much like what we see in nature. So this is also Mm -hmm. presenting us with a deeper connecting to nature Mm -hmm. in the sense we can now bring our own awareness to our own rhythms and connect with these standardized rhythms that we live in and among. So what I'm talking about is, um, let's say you are born with sun in Capricorn. That is in the dead of winter. 
seasonally speaking, according to the standard year. However, for you, that is like summer. That is Mm -hmm. your personal summer Mm -hmm. where you are at your highest energetic vibrance and shine because, and this is when this whole concept of a solar return reading comes into play. Uh, Mm -hmm. A solar return is when the sun returns to the exact position it was in the moment you took your first breath uh, for this life stream. And so it's like you go through the year and your your energetic batteries are ebbing and flowing um, and you get back to the point in the year when you initially, quote unquote, began this Mm -hmm. uh, current experience and your batteries get juiced up once again. It's it's your highest point of the year. So those with sun and Capricorn have this incredible, uh, I mean, it's like holidays on (laughs) steroids experience. But it's you know it's it's in winter mm-hmm. where everything is uh, dormant. Mm-hmm. Um, so becoming aware of your personal energetic ebbs and flows, your personal seasons, can equip you with the knowledge and and the strategy to plan out your year. So for those with Sun and Capricorn, that would be the time when you would want to go for things. You would want to show your face in public and and express yourself however you're being called to do that or however you're feeling strongly led to do that. (laughs) And it's like you are at the top of your game at that point of year, even though everybody else is kind of cozied up by a fire and just (laughs) sipping hot cocoa or something. (laughs) (laughs) Yeah. And maybe that is you at your most powerful sitting Mm -hmm. by a fire and sipping hot cocoa. So also knowing that about yourself as well, all of this ultimately is in service to the earth and by extension to the galaxy, because this is one of the examples of being... Uh, being a conduit of light where you are expressing the fullest extent of this unique expression that you came to share with others. Mm. Oh, there's so much about this. I mean, I could go seven different ways. Okay. I'll pick one. (laughs) I'll pick one. There's so much here. One of the things that naturally arises for me as I'm listening to you explain this so beautifully is, you know, I've seen people over the years, myself very much included, do Mm -hmm. things like doubt themselves and suppress Mm -hmm. their natural urges and tendencies because it feels out of step or out of rhythm with what everybody else is doing or with what the actual season is. Or, you know, my daughter's Mm -hmm. actually a perfect example of this. I mean, we nailed her timing by the time she was two because we had no choice because it just (laughs) didn't match anything. And we had to go, okay, what's your timing and how do we support that, right? And (laughs) Hannah's timing is reliably out of step to, you know, about a two year window, um, just generally speaking. And when you honor that, 
Boy, does she blossom. Boy, is she in full power. Boy, does she get the full resources of her and all that is her. When it's on time for her, unstoppable. When you try and force that ahead of time, oh, it's ugly. It's brutal. It's nobody like, just don't do that. It's really, really awful. And there's no point to it. You get less than a quarter if you even call that successful, you get less than a quarter of what is possible when you relax into your own timing and allow that. It's like forcing a flower to open before it's due. It's not a natural bloom and you don't get the unique essence, right? In the color and beauty and what it is actually here to share given its own timing, right? Like forcing a to pick it before it's ripe off the tree. I just, that's the sort of metaphor that comes alive for me in this. And so listening to you, what power is there in someone having access to this greater knowledge of their own self, their own timing, being able to relax into and receive the extra power that is there for them, the full extent of the resources that are at the ready when they can relax into their own rhythm. Yes, yes, exactly. Exactly. We're always talking about how supported we are by Mm -hmm. our teams, by universe, by spirit. It goes by many names and many Mm -hmm. different um, Mm -hmm. avenues and outlets. Yeah. That's exactly what we're talking about here. This is a tangible mapping out. Mm -hmm. of precisely that unfolding that occurs every single year, calendar year for each and every one of us in unique ways because of the ways the planets are distributed in our charts. So one time, uh, one activating time of um, testing and growth for me Mm-hmm. is going to be radically different for you but we're mm-hmm. both getting that testing growth experience nonetheless it's right. just at different times and the key is to know when that is for you and a lot of us can um tap into this intuitively and can feel the timing um or just have a knowing about timing and that is also a beautiful thing the astrology here is simply confirming that it's oh, a confirmation that that. tool yes absolutely i love that you said that because that's exactly how i perceive it and it just offers you that confirmation that you can relax into so you don't yes. have to spend any time right yes. in those in between states and it's such a beautiful confirmation that you can really work with. And I find that it amplifies more and more and more, even greater and greater trust in your own intuitive knowing. And that is really the key for for me anyway, my perspective. Yes. Is yes. anything that supports that is the most supportive of you really honoring. I'm just going to use this word live stream for the rest of my life now. I love it. It's <laughs> the best word I've heard all year. I love it. It makes so much sense. It feels so good. All right, my dear. I I could spend, I just could just spend a year with you. So when someone really gets this work done and they, you know, now they're looking at a tailored calendar system. Now they're intuitive knowing they can see reflected right in black and white Mm -hmm. on paper. They can develop greater trust and greater strength and really build that intuitive muscle. They can sort of have that 
relationship with their own guidance on paper along the way. <clears throat> Me, what are some of the ways you've seen it really benefit other people that you've worked with so far? How has it really enhanced their life experience? So what I've observed <clears throat> is it's given more confidence in their pursuits, mm -hmm. in the unfolding and sharing of projects and ideas that have been on the back burner for quite some time. Mm -hmm. So now that they have this, this companion tool, so to speak, mm -hmm. that confirms, yes, it's more than okay to launch at this time. <laughs> go. It's go time. Yes. Let's go. Yes. Mm -hmm. Exactly. Exactly. Yeah. And okay. again, this looks different for everybody. So there, that's the other benefit. Mm -hmm. It's this, it's almost like a works cited page to confirm and support yes, you are unique having mm -hmm. this unique experience. Own your uniqueness, <laughs> empower yourself through that uniqueness and that mm. unique expressing. And this is one of the ways you can practice that. That's yes. really what this tool is about is practicing. Okay, this is my timing. Let's yes. go through this. And the more you practice it, of course, the more natural it mm -hmm. feels, I mean, it's already feeling more natural anyway, because it's your natural timing, yeah. but you really, like you've been saying, relax into it. And we all mm -hmm. know when we relax, <laughs> the nervous system literally mm -hmm. opens up and mm -hmm. all sorts of, well, I call it light information, mm -hmm. whatever you want to call it really pulls in or comes out because it was being pushed down by tensions and pressures and stresses that we've been unconsciously holding. So this is a release mechanism as well. Oh, I love that. Ooh, I got chills again. Oh my goodness. <laughs> I love that. And you know, similarly, when I listen to you talk, the other piece to this is there's personal timing for like, just chill out just rest, mm -hmm. just restore. This is your time to recoup. This is your, not hibernation period, but definitely, you know, your restoration period. So live it yes. up. And I, I feel like sort of in our society, that's almost harder for people. I find that people feel more sort of, uh, you know, peer support in the go, 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 the sort of hustle mm -hmm. culture. Mm -hmm. where they're always in go and sometimes it works with them and sometimes it works against them. But there's like this, this sort of, I don't know, this, this persona in the slog, you know, and making it through and that's yes. cultivated. That's not actually of highest benefit. You'd be much better served following your own personal rhythms and resting fully when it's time to rest and going fully when it's time to go and having that sort of companion tool, as you called it, to help reflect your own intuitive knowing, I think helps you relax more into the relaxation period, knowing that you're doing the best possible thing for you in your overall timing, in your year that you possibly could at that time, even if to an, an you know, over hustleized culture, that's my word of the day, is, yes. you know, telling you to go, go, go at all times, no matter what, that does fry your nervous system system and does detract from your ultimate success. Cause even when you get there half the time, you don't have the resources to fully enjoy it. And so I yes. feel like that aspect is hugely overlooked and underrated and of highest, highest value as well. 
Yes. And thank you so much for bringing that up because, uh, yes, I, I'm listening back to myself for this whole conversation. And you're right. I, I've been focusing on the activity. There is mm. this whole other component that <laughs> is as essential as mm-hmm. that first 50% component. The other mm-hmm. 50% is the rest component. And there are studies done mm-hmm. about this. So this is confirmed <laughs> by <laughs> our mm-hmm. current structures of society that yeah. they're saying, yes, yes, we are kind of shooting ourselves in the foot by pushing everybody to maximum productivity constantly. Mm-hmm. It totally cuts into the efficiency and ultimately pulls back on productivity because you're getting burnout and all of those symptoms Mm. and experiences. So yes, those are actually my favorite times of year. As much (laughs) as I love creating, Mm -hmm. I love relaxing. And to get, to give yourself permission, but then to also see it, that you have permission in your timing to do that and then to start to organize your schedule, <laughs> scheduling relaxation. <laughs> oh, yes. Oh, yes. Do we need that? Yes. Oh, I love yeah. that term. Yeah, yeah. This is absolutely brilliant. I really learned this in my earlier days, many, many years ago when I was teaching yoga all the time. Mm. And I noticed, you know, there, there's sort of the more young yogic expressions and flow mm-hmm. yoga and power yoga, ashtanga, and uh, even hatha yoga, but there, and there's the more yin in yin yoga, restorative yoga, right? Those kinds of things. And I noticed that people would sometimes favor one over the other. And so I noticed that the restorative people, it was really easy for them to hit restorative yoga, but they didn't really want to push. They didn't want to go to the more young style. They didn't want to challenge themselves. They didn't want to grow that way. Or if they did, it was it was not as pleasant and vice versa. The ones that were really strong, were like, I don't have time for this yin stuff. I don't want to sit there and relax. Like I just want to go, go, go. And I found that the most resourced people, the happiest, most balanced people really found their unique balance between the flow of both and that the body-mind system absolutely needs both. Now, the makeup of that and the percentages is different for everybody, just like you're describing the seasons. That's where the uniqueness comes in. But I did find that one was always easier sometimes for a person than the other. And it was in there, you know, finding their own personal unique balance between the two that they they really optimize themselves on every level. Beautiful. Yes, that's exactly, exactly what we're talking about here. It's exactly it. (laughs) And yeah, and that's, that's really what I'm seeing, sweetheart. I mean, what a gift. This is extremely powerful, very empowering, very confirming, as you said. And it does bring this energy of ease and grace to looking at yourself through this lens and honoring you right through this lens as you do look out over your year. And that brings me to understanding things through different vantage points. I mean, some of us are really looking at things day to day, right? Hour Mm -hmm. to hour even. And then Mm -hmm. when we pull back and we can look at our lives sort of week to week and then even month to month and then look at ourselves through the snapshot of a year, I Mm -hmm. find that having that vantage point just right it just allows us to then drill down and live more in the now because we have this greater view and this greater way that we are being held and holding ourselves and looking at it through the lens of that year allows us to really drop in and be in the ever-present 
ever powerful moment of now as we go through our lives moment to moment. Does that make sense? <laughs> My head is spinning right now. I've got chills. Uh, yes, yes, mm. yes, and yes. Yeah, it's powerful, right? It's like it's the macro and the micro. It just to me, yes. it's always like, okay, how do we do the macro and the micro, and just get that as within, so without universal law into highest play in our lives. And this feels like a very potent portal for that. I love it. I love it. I love you. I love yes. your work. This is fabulous. All right, my dear, I could talk to you forever in a day, and I'm going to have to have you back on because there's just so much more I want to talk about. Because I know you can help people really identify, you know, their personal missions and have discernment about their decisions and identify. Uh, I think the going term is what has your name on it, right? In this live stream, and I yes. want to delve into all of that and more. So I'm going to invite you to come back. Uh, I hope that works for you, and we can dive into all of that more. But for yes. today talking about rhythm, talking about navigating your own rhythm and starseed astrology. Are there any final thoughts you feel inspired to share for beautiful listeners here before we wrap up for today? Uh, it's just in, in studying charts and, <clears throat> excuse me, studying um, people and, and, humans and and otherwise mm. boy this is just such a beautiful unfolding that we are all <laughs> contributing to and mm. it's exciting and it's it's like the greatest lottery we've ever <laughs> achieved <laughs> mm. we got the mm. golden ticket we're here yeah. we're doing it and it's just Anything that um, I can create or produce that can help remind us of that is the epitome of fulfilling. Mm. Mm. Oh, honey. I just love it. I just love it. I adore you. Riley, sweetheart, what a super fun, like super, super fun, but super interesting conversation. I truly so appreciate you being here with us today. I appreciate you sharing yourself so generously and the level of clarity that you really do offer. You just shine so crystal clear. And I'm just so thrilled about your work in the world. I really am. And all these beautiful gifts just pouring out of you and benefiting so many people. Oh, congratulations on everything. And thank you for being here. Thank you. Thank you so much for having me. This was mm. awesome. <laughs> it's so fun. All right, everyone. And thank you all for coming along on this ride with us today too. As always, I hope today's episode serves your highest possible good and that it inspires you to explore more about your own natural rhythm and how to best support it so you can move through your life with as much ease and grace and joy and flow as possible, enjoying and enhancing and honoring the uniqueness that is you. And of course, anytime we're talking about optimizing our lives is a great time to talk about what we've go got going on in the superpower universe. Uh, these days, it's all about CIFA, Creative Energy Field Activation, or CIFA for short, is an absolute game changer. And if you have not yet experienced this beautiful and powerful and super accessible modality, then I highly encourage you to head on over to superpowerexperts.com to sign up for the next free experience with Tonya Don Rekla to experience it for yourself as soon as possible. 
gift yourself that. You won't regret it. Until next time, everyone, keep unlocking your own superpowers of the soul and put them to great use, creating a life and a world you love. Bye for now, everyone. We'll see you next time. Thank you for listening to the Superpower Network. Go now to superpowerexperts.com to unlock your superpowers and change your life today.